0: Hello and good morning to you, my precious, beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, you know it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and here this morning, full of excitement in my spirit, with joy deep in my heart, to bring you to this episode of our ongoing fellowship with the Word. Don't forget, I am still. Uh, hashing out, uh, I don't know if that's the correct word to use, or explaining out or bringing out the details of the message, the word, the meal that was served to us on Sunday. And it's very crucial, like I mentioned, everything you and I will ever need, God has put in Christ. You know that already. And this is why God is intentionally digging us more And more into the knowledge of Christ so that our faith will be in nothing else, no one else but him. Don't forget, he said, I came to give you what? Life and to give it to you how? More abundantly. So, of course, that confirms that our father is always extravagant in the things that he does. Amen and amen. He does good. Extravagantly. He has blessed us, not meagerly, but extravagantly. He has saved us, not temporarily, but forever and ever. Our sins have been completely, totally wiped away and made extinct. You and I belong to the righteous nation. We belong to the I Christ nation. We belong to the Christ nation. We are the Christ people. We are the race after the man of heaven don't forget that my race and your race is now after the man of heaven haven't been raised from the dead don't forget that you and i have been raised in christ from the dead hallelujah glory i know some of these things may stun some people listening but give your heart open door and the spirit of god will confirm everything that you hear. I was having a fellowship with one of my brothers, our brothers here yesterday, and he said, Look, when you hear the truth, you should know because it settles deep down within your heart. God is not who they told us, God is simply our Father. Praise God. Now, let me just make this analogy this morning, and I think it will help. I think it will help broaden up our understanding on what exactly is going on. Again, I was having a chat with one of our sisters yesterday and, you know, when you research more and more and find out what is happening, you will know that the world is actually in darkness. The church itself, sorry to say, the majority of the church are in darkness. The political people are in darkness. The choices you made have already been decided for you. What you think health is has been decided for you. What you think marriage should be, is continuously being redefined for you. What you think life should be has already... There are some things that has already been injected inside of you. So, is this way. Again, I saw a literature yesterday by a doctor. Things are happening and this doctor is now saying that... Man, that people don't need more medications. They need more understanding or knowledge of how health works. This is a doctor. I saw this. uh, I picked up, um, you know, I was in someone's office yesterday and I saw these flyers and I picked it up. He wrote a lot of things, but this one jumped out at me. This one jumped out. He said, people don't need more medications. They need understanding, knowledge about how their health works. That's to that. He also said that some of the things we've been sharing That nobody dies of old age. People only die of accumulated diseases or accumulated lifestyle that has stopped up in their body. Now, that brings me to the analogy I want to make this morning. If you look at the whole thing, right? We were born into the wrong diet. A lot of us were born and we have been fed with the wrong diet. We have been fed with the wrong knowledge of God, half and half. Here lies some truth, some speculation, some superstitions. That's what we've been fed. Just like our physical bodies is the same thing. Many of us were born into eating wrong diets. That's just the truth. For if you were born and your parents were conscious of diet from the beginning, bless your heart. You, you are you know you are doubly blessed. A lot of us just food was just given to us as long as it fed our stomachs. That's what happened. And guess what happened? So we continued those diet, we cannot those diet, they didn't watch what we ate. It didn't matter as long as it tasted good, it feed our stomach, we ate the whole thing. And guess what happens? And then after the while, the result of that starts to tell our body. Notice even our physical body starts to shape according to the things that we've been consuming. And then, before you know it, diseases start to sit in high blood pressure, obesity, um, all manner of stuff. Where did it come from? But, but, but think, think about it, think about it. Was it supposed to be so? No. Did God want it to be so? No. Did he design it to be so? No. What led to this path? Wrong diet. We have fed the wrong diet. We have fed the wrong diet. And how do you correct it today? Same thing. It starts to eat the right diet. That's the only way. It's the same thing. No wonder the word of God is qualified as food. Same thing with our spirit. We got here. We were not loaded with sin. We didn't come with the consciousness of sin. We came from God. No evil in our heart because we came from God. We came pure and perfect. And then we were loaded with the wrong knowledge about God. Wrong knowledge. And we continue to eat it. And we continue to eat it. And we continue to eat it. And then guess what? Our spirit became dull. Our, in fact, if I say it this way, it's like, Our spirit began to have high blood pressure. We have a spirit that has high blood pressure. We have a spirit that is obese, that is not doing anything. A spirit that is inactive, completely almost dead. And then we're just running by our five senses. You start to have spirit spirits that have diabetes. I'm just using these things to help you understand. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. What happened to our spirit is the same thing that happened to our body. You have a spirit that has blood, high blood pressure. You always are panicking over everything. You fear God, you fear man, you fear Satan, you fear sky, you fear the rain, everything. You are panicking at all times. Beloved, is the same thing. The same thing that happened to our spirit is the same thing that happened to our body. That is why. The gospel we preach must bring total healing to man's spirit, to man's soul, and man's body. We cannot address the spirit and not address the the soul, the, the man at the soul level. And then we cannot also ignore... What happens to that man's physical body? The gospel I preach to you is a holistic gospel that should deliver a man's spirit, soul, and body. Praise God. Again, how do we change our lifestyle? How do we change what happens to the spirit? It is to change the diet. It is to change the diet of the world. You be intentional. You be intentional. Or God, will it make sense why the Bible says, "Guard your heart with due diligence. For out of your heart flows the issues of life. God, protect your heart. Don't eat anything. Don't swallow something just because it sounds right. Just because somebody you like says it. Or just because, well, this man has a large crowd. So, whatever he says must be true. Don't forget, God has given you a personal gate with which you can weigh whether something is of Christ or not of Christ. That is how it works. Does this thing conform? Does this thing fall in line with who you are in Christ? That is the gate. But how can you even know when you didn't know who you are in Christ? That's the point, beloved. Think about it. I have been explaining this thing since Sunday. Yesterday night, I also made a post on this. And I keep repeating this because I know there are people listening who need to hear this. Sir, do yourself a favor. When you finish listening, try to probe and try to see the things that you have believed about life. What have you actually believed about God? What have you actually believed about money? You will find out that... Where you are now came from those convictions. When I say believe, I'm saying convictions. Like I've been sharing since this week. You go to a place, the man is speaking loud grammar, foreign grammar, synthetic grammar. Uh, he's speaking in uh, King James English. When he prays, the curtain shakes. When he lays his hand, everybody falls on the ground. And then he starts to tell you, listen, there is no test. With There's no testimony without a test. There's no testimony without a test. And now, guess what? Because of all that you see, you say is true. Without giving any thought, you swallow. You did not ask yourself, is this, is this, this thing, is it of Christ? Is this who I am in Christ? Is this my position in Christ? That I cannot get a testimony until I get a test. Is that, does that confirm? Okay. This is what spiritual warfare means. This is what Apostle Paul was saying when he said that you must take every idea, every thought and make it subject to the obedience of Christ. Christ has died. Now the question you should ask yourself is that if you cannot get any testimony without a test or trial, what did Christ die for? That's the question you ask yourself. Then that is how you know whether this applies to you or whether it doesn't apply to you. Beloved brothers and sisters, I have given you these scriptures before. Isaiah, five, six hundred years before Jesus came, Isaiah 53 detailed the suffering of the Messiah, including that he has taken my pain and my sorrow. He has taken it away. When Isaiah 53 finished documenting the suffering of the Messiah, Isaiah 54 tells us my glory. It tells my glory. It tells us to shout with joy. Why is that? Because in Christ, I have suffered all my suffering. In Christ, I have been tested. In Christ, I have been tried. In Christ, I have been tempted. In Christ, I don't die. Everything that was wrong with me is dead. I'm a resurrected man. That idea of, oh, without a test, there's no testimony. By the way, look at it now. That whole rema quote-unquote, that whole revelation, quote-unquote, came just like a nozzle rhyme. Because the word testimony begins with test. That's how that revelation came. Nobody from Bible come. That's how it came. It sounds nice to the ear. And did you notice that? Junk food always sounds, always tastes nice. You go and take a bottle of Coke. You take it. It gives you some quote-unquote. The sugar rush gives you energy. It tastes very it fine in your mouth. Don't forget the test will wear out in a few minutes but then it is doing eternal damage inside the body. It's the same thing here, beloved. It's the same thing. You go, they tell you, ah, there's no testimony without a test. You say, hmm, remember, he, hallelujah, hmm, glory. You write that, you take your notes. You have set yourself up for that because don't forget, I've said this over and over. Or oh, the other one, they say, oh, there is no uh, glory without a story. Notice, it's always some ugly story. Oga. My story is good because Christ's story is my story. His story. I don't. I am not independent of Him. I'm not independent of Him. His story is my story. My. my what is my story? What is my story? My story is that I have suffered in Him. I have paid for my sins in Him. I have paid. I've died, and now I am up. That's my story. That's my story. So when they start telling you there's no story without uh, with, there's no glory without story, again you eat, you consume. Okay. And that is just a, that's just a rap. It's like a rap song. There's no glory without story, without, it's just a rap song. But now you have accepted it. And I've told you over and over again. If there is some, there are some things I say that are very fundamental. Don't forget them. A man's spirit is molded by words. And because of that, whatever you consume, whatever knowledge you consume, you will ultimately, you will eventually become. If you consume the knowledge of Christ, you will eventually become like him. It's as simple as that. If you continue to eat junk, no story, no glory without story, it will be your experience because you know what? It will mold your spirit and and, and see, see the confusing part. Outside, consciously, you are praying for good things to happen. But subconsciously, which controls 95% of your experiences, you are actually praying for tests and trials. Because you have believed and agreed that you cannot get a testimony without a test or trial. You cannot get any glory without an ugly story. That's what, that's the vibe you are giving out. That is the prayer that you are praying out. So friend, that's why I tell you, look, our problem is that we were fed, born into junk, fed with junk, fed with lies. We've been lied about God, about our health, about wh- about how home should be, about a lot of things. Friend, that is why, and as we go down the line, I will begin to unveil more of the things that we are planning in Abuja here. And these are things we can extend everywhere. This healing has to be holistical. There are some of you who have been wondering what should you be doing, what should you do and stuff like that. Well, we open to talk with you, to share with you what is going on here so that you can see because this must be holistic. This must be holistic. We must address man's issue at the spirit level, at the soul level at the body level. Don't forget what happened to our spirit is the same thing that happened to our bodies. Before you know it, before you know it, then you know your body is growing tired. Before you know it, you can no longer be fit. You are so druggy, so tired, high blood pressure, this and that. All those things came. Is it that God sat in heaven and said, by the time you are 40 something, you get the disease? No, sir. It's because you are wrongly informed. Because you are wrongly informed, you made wrong choices concerning what you eat and that's why how we got here so the same way everything can be reversed the same way we believe now that there's no illness that cannot be reversed so also the spirit of man can be reversed how by dejunking by removing the lies praise god amen And amen and amen. I know I've gone so far this morning explaining this. But it's important so that the messages you receive will make more sense. Don't forget what I told you was the purpose of Sunday's message when I finished. That was made clear to me. What God is intentionally doing is to dig you and I deeper, deeper into Christ. So that my faith grows in him more than ever before. Praise God. Let me read this morning the same scripture. I've been reading since Sunday. This time around, instead of verse nine, I will start from verse eight. Colossians chapter two, starting from verse eight. Look at what it says in verse eight. This morning I'm reading the New American Standard Bible. Look at what it says. See to it that there is no one who takes you captive through what philosophy, philosophy and empty deception in accordance with human tradition. There is no pay. there is no gain without pain. Where they talk I'm for here? Is that what? Is that who you are? There's no pain. There's no gain without pain. There's no story with. There's no glory without suffering. Okay, listen to me carefully. This is also how they came up with those conclusions. When something bad happens, they say God allowed it for His glory. There's no God I know who takes glory in evil. No evil happens because evil is in the heart of men. But, again, they say, well, God permitted it for his own glory. And you see that and you think, how can God allow such terrible evil on a human being just so he can get glory? What kind of God is that? Again, I've told you, this is what the Bible, don't let any man, those are human philosophies. Those are human traditions. A man cannot give you something without expecting something. A man cannot love you love you without that condition. That's human tradition. So, they use those human tradition. They try to explain to God. They say, well, God loves you, but... Uncle, there is no but. He loves you. He loves you eternally. No condition at all at all. So, that's what the Bible wants us here. Colossians 2 verse 8. See to it that there is no one who takes you captive. What do they take captive? It's your heart. If they take your heart captive, they take you captive through philosophy and empty deception in accordance. Watch this. In accordance with human tradition again and in accordance with the elementary principles of this world. When a man is teaching you something, uh-uh, make yourself get sense now. When a man is teaching you something, don't go, don't be carried away with how it sounds. Is it an elementary principle of the world? Or is it a revelation according to Christ? That's your defense. That's how you defend yourself. The man says, ah, you know, this thing happened to my grandfather. This thing happened. This thing I'm telling you, it happened to my great great grandfather. It happened to my grandfather. It happened to my father. It has also happened to me. It has also happened to my children. So this is the rule of life. Eh, eh. Is it according to Christ or is it according to the elementary principles of this world? He says here, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy. And look at it, empty deception where in accordance with human tradition or in accordance with the elementary principles of the world rather than in accordance with Christ or okay whatever you eat must be in accordance with Christ does he fit in Christ again does he fit in the Christ that you are again does he fit in the fact that you have been raised from the dead again does it fit in the fact that Christ has that in Christ you have paid for all of your sin does it don't go by how eloquent it sounds so don't go because everybody says it too. the truth about it is that everybody says things that they never go to check. They heard somebody else said it. It made sense to them. They cop, especially in this part of the world. People start to sound like experts in the things they don't know. They only heard someone say it. Beloved, don't forget that everything we are must be in accordance to Christ. That is why. Why is that? Why is that? Verse 9 tells you, Colossians 2, 9 tells you. He said because. This one says, for in him... All the fullness of deity dwells in a in bodily form. That means there is no other God outside that which is represented in Christ. That's why it says, For in Christ, the fullness of deity. The other uh translation talks about that the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily in him. And then verse 10, I just to make it clearer, verse 10 connects us to that fullness. He now says, and in him, that is in that Christ. You have been made, mm-mm, hallelujah, you have been made complete in him. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Auntie, you are not the woman of Zerifat. Auntie, you are not the woman of zerifat Let me say it again. Don't let any man take you away from Christ and put you back to where you don't belong to. Don't let any man confuse you by vain philosophies and reading things they don't understand. Uncle, you are not. You are your spirit, uncle. Your spirit is not the spirit of Elijah. Stop looking for who how to call down from heaven to look for who to kill. Uh, oh, by the way, nobody listens to me and practices those things. I'm just saying this things for those who are here to understand. And that's why I encourage you, beloved, continue. Don't only eat this message. Don't only consume. If you have been receiving these messages and you have not been forwarded, please start to do that. Even if it's one person, even if it's two, I encourage people to create their own WhatsApp broadcast list. Talk to them, put them in the list. If they don't like it, they can exit, they, they, they can cancel out from the list. Put them in the list. Don't make it as a group, make it as a, as a broadcast list. When you finish listening, type a little note and send them the message. So that I'm doing my job, you are doing your own where we are, and easily with ease and grace, no stress, no force, but with ease and grace and joy in our heart, we are covering the whole earth with the knowledge of Christ, just as the water covers the seas. There's nothing else that is coming, if not this revelation of Christ, because in him, men will become God, and when men become God, the end has come. Let me stop here and don't forget that this morning you have been served. Shalom.